Hello, and welcome to Ghost Divers. This is an anime podcast. I am your host, Neve, and I'm joined by your other host, Connor. Hey, uh, sorry, I was <clears throat> um, I was just taking a sip of tea. I didn't know we were going to start um, <laughs> at that at that moment. So, uh, but yeah, hey, welcome everybody. Um, yeah, this is the start of our next season. So I hope you all enjoyed the season that just wrapped up on Utena. Um, we've definitely recorded everything except for the question bucket for that at this point. We haven't. We still haven't recorded yeah. the movie. Um, Autumn keeps assuring me that they are going to watch through the anime in time to watch the movie with us. We'll see if that happens. Listeners, <laughs> You're. let me know. I, I will already yeah. know when you hear this, but let me know. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah let, let us know what happened. Yeah. Um, e- either way, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm also kind of looking forward to doing a thing where we are, for the, the listeners, it's going to go right into the movie. But for us, we get that little bit of gap that would like often exist between the show ended and now, oh, there's a movie, right? Um, yeah. So we can, we can Just shift our brain. Just forget everything that we discussed. Yeah. So on the topic of forgetting everything we discussed, we are doing our first return to a franchise with uh, honestly a lot of Ghost in the Shell. Um, I think I'm going to refer to this, like I still haven't quite decided, but I think I'm going to, this episode I believe is going to be titled Intro to our Deep Dive into Ghost in the Shell, um, because we're not just doing second gig. Um, Some of this is just like, at, at some point I wanted us to do um, the original movie and Ghost in the Shell 2 Innocence um, and was not sure exactly how to fit it in um, and then Autumn and I had this idea of doing a crossover with Ornate Stairwells because um, Autumn watched Ghost in the Shell for the first time at a moment where they were just like at their lowest of lows in terms of cinema um, and I like just was not in the headspace to enjoy a movie that's like as introspective honestly as ghost in the shell um so part of it is like but now like this is the 1995 ghost in the shell is just something that we watch on like ornate stairwells all the time we just watch these movies about people being sad basically wait i thought we were watching the live action no So, yeah, I guess I can, just to, like, get us into it, I can get into here's the actual breakdown of when we're going to watch things. Um, so, right now you're listening to the intro episode, obviously. Um, the one that is for the Ghost in the Shell 1995 crossover with Ornate Stairwells, um, this is going to be the the weirdest one in that if you are a patron of the Export Audio Network then you will get the episode on March 1st when it shows up there in the, like, normal Ornate Stairwells time slot. Um, then March 4th it will appear in this feed, and then it will also appear on March 8th in the Ornate Stairwells public feed, just because we, we want it to, like, go into those feeds at the normal times that they would, so that, you know, if you're not listening to Ornate Stairwells, you're still going to get it in this feed. If you're not listening to Ghost Divers, you're still getting it in the Ornate Stairwells feeds. Um, but that's the one that's the, the strangest. I'm going to also say here, um, so the, the second one we're going to watch Ghost in the Shell, uh, two innocence, and that episode will be out March 18th. Um, and these are the two that are probably not really going to be covered in the question bucket at the end. We might, if we get additional questions, but I want to say here for people who are, um, listening to this episode when it comes out on February 18th. If you want to watch these movies and send in emails, please do it like soon um, because so Autumn and I will probably be recording February 24th or 25th. I don't really know right now, but um, I think their plan is to try and have like Thursdays and Fridays off and we'll, we'll watch it one of those nights. Um, but we don't really know what their schedule is going to look like in February at the point that I'm recording this. Um, then you and me, Connor, will probably be recording on our normal Saturday time slot of February 26th. Um I will put in the episode description here if those dates are different. So, like, please check those. Please check the the Twitter account, um, Ghost Divers Pod on Twitter, where I will say, like, here's the call for emails. Um, 
The other thing that I want to say is please just send any emails. Um, if it's for both podcasts broadly, or even if it's specifically for like Autumn and I, um, please send those to ghostdiverspod at gmail.com just so I can kind of keep track of all of them rather than us splitting it between like the Ghost Divers Pod email and then the Xwork Audio email. Um, so I'm just going to handle emails for that episode of Ornate Stairwells. Um, I guess if you accidentally send it to Ornate or to um, the Xwork Audio podcast at gmail.com, Autumn will still get it for, um, you know, that one, but not for. I won't have it when Connor and I record. It's really the big thing, unless Autumn gets it in time and forwards it to me. Um, anyway, so those are those are the first like two episodes coming out, and then April first, uh, we're gonna start Ghost in the Shell, uh, SAC, so standalone complex. But I always see it just like abbreviated SAC and official stuff. Um, second gig. So this is the the second season of standalone complex, which of course we started the podcast with so this is the whole like we're finally returning oh, yeah. to something it's a it's a season or it's yeah, a series we've done that. again before we're we're returning for another season um so we'll be watching episodes well, that, that that should be cool yeah um so we'll be watching when we get around to recording it <laughs> <laughs> uh we'll be watching episodes one through six um that episode will be coming out april 1st then seven through 13 will be april 15th uh, 14 through 19 will be April 29th and then 20 through 26 will be May 13th. Um, and then Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex Solid State Society, uh, which is the, the movie that followed up Second Gig. Uh, that episode will be coming out on May 27th and then June 10th, we will be doing the Question Bucket episode. Um, I think this might be our... No, I, I think actually it... Is Utena still a longer running one than this? I don't remember. It might be. It's close. This might be the longest one yet um, of our like seasons. But Utena is also in the running. I, um, yeah, I forget how many it, we're, we're doing there. Yeah, we'll have to go. We'll have to uh, make that calculation once we get done tonight. Yeah. Um, I think this one's um, longer. Cause, and uh, yeah. when, when are we doing our, our live stream of the uh, Shin Megami Tensei? Uh, ghost in the shell crossover game um that crossover is over it ended oh okay it, it was it's a temporary event yeah yeah it was a temporary event i did get uh, okay i did get motoko um but in that that so i have it in my version of the game but um i also have the tachikoma those are the two that were in the crossover event mm, um, okay okay we're gonna have to we're gonna have to scrap that the live stream then yeah Unfortunately, I'm sorry, Hunter. I know you were really looking forward to it. I was. I was. It's just you know we'll have to uh, you know find something to replace that in our um, programming for you know season two ghost divers deep ghost dive into ghost in the shell with some diving happening. Yeah. Um, is that the that's the formal title of the um of you know of Ghost Diver season two. For sure. <laughs> um Yeah. I I so the thing is, here's the part where we'll talk about our experience with um like the series. Uh you can go back and listen to the intro to Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex episode for that. I I don't feel like rehashing that here. Um I don't know if one thing is like, if you're going into this, you, you have a little bit of time cause we're going to be doing the movies, but also this might be like a moment where it could be worth going back and listening to those episodes before we get into second gig. Um, we've talked about this previously on the podcast. I think we've improved as podcasters since we did that. Um, I'm still really proud of those episodes. I think we bring out a lot of interesting stuff, but we've also just gotten more comfortable with, um, podcasting in general um and also that was a series that both of us had watched and thought about a lot and also talked to each other a lot before we were recorded um and so i think one of the things that happened there too is that we kind of knew each other's take to such an extent that we were just like saying the things that we wanted to say and there wasn't as much conversation um yeah which i think is just a product we, yeah of we were like, just yeah so much of that conversation happened already <laughs> 
Yeah, we were just like hive minding. Like, yeah. Yeah, advancing like one just massive shared reading. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's going to be different this time around. So this is where I'll just like... Um, so yeah, you, you made reference to like our intro episode for Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex where, you know, most of the like meaty stuff around like our typical intro episode topics like oh you know what was their experience coming to this series what's their history with it before you kind of touched on that there um but i'll just throw it out there for the material that we're covering here um ghost in the shell film the 95 original film i've seen once before a long time ago and remember like very very little of it um ghost in the shell 2 innocence I've seen also once um, more recently, and I remember a good bit of it, uh, but it will still be, I think my my viewing of it this time around will be a lot different, um, given like all the work that we've done on the series since then. Yeah. Um, I'll probably have uh, quite a bit more uh, to think about. Um, and then second gig, I haven't seen at all. Whereas I know you've seen Second Gig. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a, a little bit... Um, it's definitely going to be a different experience for me. Yeah. And you also um, haven't seen Solid State Society, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, my little bit, I guess, is... So I've seen the 1995 Ghost in the Shell a lot. Um, I started like the first time I watched it, I think was in high school, but um, there's definitely a period where like, I probably watched it once a year and then I kind of fell off of movies and I haven't, I haven't returned to it since then, but I still remember so much of like the shape of it, like images from it, um, you know, moments from it. So it's not like a thing where I could like do the movie line for line. I've seen it so much, but I've seen that movie a fair number of times. Um, Ghost in the Shell 2, Innocence, I've seen a couple times, but not, not a lot, not nearly as much as the, the original. Um, and then, uh, second gig, I, I sort of watched when it was first coming out, um, in the U S, um, along with kind of the original standalone complex series. And then I rewatched it, um, when we were recording, or like right after we finished recording the ghost in the shell standalone complex episodes. Um, I think I, I finished it when we, I started it when we finished watching those episodes or like as we were wrapping them up. Um, and then I think during the question bucket, I already finished it. Um, I'm not giving yeah, it anything I rem- I away. Remember. Yeah. If people go back, I, I'm a lot uh, colder on second gig, I think than I am on the original, like the first season of the show. Um, so they'll come out a little bit as we're recording. We'll, we'll get into that more. Um, I remember you talking about second gig, like rewatching it while we were doing standalone complex. Yeah. So I think it was like you were watching it kind of towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like, literally I finished like on the same day I finished what we were watching for the podcast. I finished the final episode and then went straight into second gig. Um, and then by the time that we had gotten to the question bucket, I had finished second gig. I think that's how it worked out. Um, but yeah, it's like, it, it'll be interesting as we're going into this. Um, when we go into to second gig, I guess this is the biggest, like the rest of it will second gig is going to take up the largest portion of the series. So it's the, the thing that I feel. And it's also the one that's like most closely tied to what we've done before. So it's the part that I feel a little bit more like, I don't want to get into detail about it, um, but we can maybe set up a little bit of like what were our thoughts with standalone complex in general going in, or we can just save that for the, the episode for ones through six. I don't know what you would rather do. Yeah. Let's, that might let's, actually, let's make them wait. Yeah. Let's make them wait. That might actually make more sense. Um, just because <laughs> there's going to be like, you know, a month in between. So, um, yeah. Great. We have a lot of time to collect our thoughts. Yeah. Before we record the next, um, you know, the first episode of Second Gig. Yeah. 
I, I guess the the one thing I'll say, just because this is going to relate to kind of all of this, including the the two movies that we're going to watch before Second Gig, um, is so in the standalone complex episodes, I talk a little bit about thinking about Major Kusanagi as a trans figure, um, like as a, a trans character. And this this is something that I think is is like interesting for me to think about. Um, there's definitely parts in my life where thinking about that more in this like quote unquote the representation sense was useful or important for me. Um, like definitely my connection to the first Ghost in the Shell movie in retrospect was me seeing it and seeing some sort of experience that I was having with like dysphoria reflected in this character. Um, and I ghost in the shell standalone complex. I think the I, you know, I talked about in those episodes, um, the major seems to have a different relationship to her body than in the movies. Um, and that'll probably come out in these discussions as we go through them. Um, but what I find really fascinating in, in standalone complex in particular is, um, this idea of I, I've done work in trans liberationist spaces and there's always kind of this problem of like there are a lot of trans people who are employed by the US military and they are employed by the US military because it gives them access to the bodies that they want. Um, and how do you like how do you talk to and radicalize that person where you you need to still like approach it with some level of um like if you are trying to connect with this person and and bring them over to like a different perspective, like you still have to recognize their humanity and connect with them. You can't just like scoff at them and and write them off as like oh you're just like in order to get your your hormones you're fine killing people or whatever. Um, but still like that's kind of the opinion I have and I have to like work within that. And I really see like standalone complex. Major Kusanagi is someone who has the revolutionary potential as someone who is like having this relationship with her body. And yet is currently in this moment where she is fine being the like shitty super cop because it gives her the body that she wants. Um, And so for me, what's interesting about standalone complex is like how the potential for revolution can become like co-opted or suppressed or things like that. Um, which I think will be useful when we go into second gig as well. But um, yeah. Yeah. I think um, there's also the dimension of a a trans person in the military, like may, may, may be like, you know, choosing to be in the military for like substantially for those reasons that, you know, to have the body that they want, but at the same time, they may also like, fully identify with like militarism and like American jinkoism and be like, like consciously like, you know, ideologically like invested in that program, like as well. Yeah. Um, This is the thing that like the, the like, like power, the like dynamics of power and like, um, you know, domination and like, et cetera. Uh, may like you know they may be like choosing to participate in that like for you know for ideological like reasons and we see that like with the major as well yeah um it's not it's not this it it is this difference of like you know what i was going to say is when i talk about this i also talk about like i grew up in a a poor community where lots of people grew up to go into the military um And there's a coercive element to it of, like, poor people are funneled into this because it's often the only thing perceived as, like, the route to um, getting out of poverty. Um, It's And so I think, like, for a lot of trans people, there is a certain coercive element to it. But that coercion doesn't mean that the person is aware of the way that... Or is necessarily aware of the way that they're being coerced by systems into, like seeing this as a good opportunity. And it also doesn't mean that they are only seeing it as like, Oh, this is my way out. And not that part of that also involves like the military is so big in those communities in ways where those people are praised and talked about and, 
And so, like, there are systems that are making it be like, well, if I become a soldier, like, I have power, I have, like, this access to um, a livelihood that I can't really find elsewhere in this community. I have, like, you know, this sense of, like, people value me and look up to me. And, of course, a lot of soldiers find out that that's not actually true in the same way or it's like that support is like limited and it is often um this like more superficial respect the troops and not like but let's actually take care of like vets who have been wounded or have post-traumatic stress disorder or whatever um but like all this is a system that is a coercive system and yet that people fully buy into because that's how like well-running coercive systems work right um if everybody in it was like fully aware of the way that they are being coerced there would be far greater like revolution happening i think (laughs) Um, yeah it's like it's like the um the althusserian perspective on ideology yeah it's like the the whole point is that it's not like a conscious thing it's just Mm -hmm. like something you it's like a pre-conscious identification uh based on like you know like your social positioning yeah um and like all of this like you know stuff that has happened but like you know before even like your conscious ideation um so yeah uh i i think um at this point i've only watched like one through six of second gig yeah um but i feel like we'll definitely have some space to to talk about this um, in second gig as well. You're just watching ahead really early because we're not going to record that episode for a month, right? Right, exactly. I'm just getting prepared. Yeah. And then you'll Um, rewatch when we're... Yeah. (laughs) Right, exactly. We're definitely not recording it anytime soon. Um... I guess we we can throw to we're excited here. Unless you have other stuff to say. Um... No, I mean, do you have any comments on Solid State Society? No, it's it's more it's more standalone complex. Okay, <laughs> it, like um, part of it is just like if we don't do it now, when do we do it? Because it's just kind of the wrap up of, um, like so, you know, standalone complex stuff. Um, I've only sure. watched it once. I I forget if I mentioned that. I've only seen it once, and it was like way closer to when it first came out in the u.s so um and i basically don't remember anything about it um i just remember that it's more standalone complex basically yeah so okay well yeah i mean we can throw i don't have any work cited yet um yeah i i expect i probably will by the by the time we're done but uh by the time that people listen to this we will not have recorded the ghost in the shell and Ghost in the Shell 2 Innocence episodes, or the Solid State Society, I think. Um, but those are also a little bit more, I'm going to say, standalone episodes. So uh, we, I think this work cited that we're about to throw to might just be for second gig proper, and then, you know, I can maybe throw in if I'm aware of other stuff that might come up in the other ones. Um, we can, we can add that in, but I think it's both mostly going to be for second gig and this work cited. And then we'll just have individual work cited for those three movies. Um, I think that'll, that'll be easier and make more sense. So, um, um, I think we only have two. Um, although I can stand to be corrected. Um, so we cite Claire Napier's, uh, essay series, Ghost in the Shell, The Major's Body. Um, and then we also cite, of course, our old friend Arthur Kessler, uh, his um, his book of philosophy, uh, Ghost in the Machine. Um, and I think that about covers it. All right. Well, see you next time, everybody. Yeah. See you next time. Uh, you can stick around for the end of, you know, the post uh, ending section and we'll we'll start with some um, like content warnings for the series. Uh, pretty gratuitous violence in a lot of these the movies and the show. I'll just say that. I thought you were going to say mukbang. 
That's why I, I started laughing. Oh. Um, yeah, and then after that, there will be goofs. I, I feel like a lot of this intro episode is going to be goofs at the end. So enjoy that, everyone. Bye. Thanks for stopping. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. So the content warnings for Second Gig is a fairly long list. Um, We have gore, head trauma, dental trauma, 
uh, just quite a bit of violence in general, um, but also specifically state violence, including um, police brutality, uh, suicide, specifically in episodes 12 and 13, um, kind of the end of 12 and the beginning of 13, um, torture, uh, domestic violence, sexual harassment and abuse, um, we discuss at length, um, dietism and just sexism in general, um, sexuality and partial nudity, uh, depictions of sex work and uh, sexual exploitation, pedophilia uh, and child sexual abuse, uh, specifically in episode 17, uh, ableism, uh, and then rapid flashing, loud noises, and rapid gunfire. Um, and I think that just about covers it. Should, do we just want to launch right into the second gig I think episode? So. Yeah, I, f- I feel good. I think we just um, go for it. We don't need to clap again, do we? Um, nope. Good to go. Okay. Okay. Um, are there any other goofs or do you want to try and get into recording? We do have like a fair amount to do today. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't really have any goofs. Um, I think I'm ready to ready to roll. It's going to okay. be interesting to like this. This intro episode is going to be. Uh, I I have no, almost nothing planned. Yeah. as far as like what I want to talk about. I feel like this is going to be a, a fairly short one. Um, yeah, it could be, or who the fuck knows? Yeah, where, <laughs> where it's going to go. Um, um, but I have I have nothing planned. Okay. You have you have correct mic. You have pop filter. Um, recording correctly. Yes. Yeah, I got it. My um, input is is my microphone. Um, I guess I will ask. So, I will ask Craig to join, but I don't think we're going to need it. Oh, we wow. got both Craig actually and Yark, so there's a decent chance. Actually, that, showed up this time. Yeah, there's actually a decent chance that. Um, the recording will work properly. Wow. Um, speaking of recording working properly, there was some choppiness on your side uh, during the mukbang, but okay. it seems pretty clean now. So um, I think we're probably fine, but just wanted to give you a heads up. Yeah. Um, who knows if like Emily was it when Emily was talking? Just I'm saying because I think she was a little further away from the mic than like I would normally sit. But no, it was like it wasn't. Uh, it was like a technical choppiness. It wasn't okay. like a. I was know, wondering if it was like a quality. thing where it just got quiet enough that then like Discord. Mm, I don't think so. It was. It, it okay. was a. It was a legit. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Um. Maybe, but it's working Who fine knows? now. So, we'll, we'll keep an eye uh, out for it. I don't think there's any major cause for concern. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll just make a really loud noise if you, like, multiple really loud noises if you start, like, cutting out. <laughs> How does that sound? Oh, no, I think it's happening, and now you're like, if you start, like, I'll and just, then it just like, went silent. So, so you know. It's not too disruptive, but it also, like, you'll know, you know. What's going on? Yeah, I think I, I think I fell out for a second there. Maybe I'll try and restart stuff. Okay. Yeah. It, no, it, it just happened, and I'm not gonna do what <laughs> I'm not gonna do what <laughs> what I was saying that I was gonna do. Um, but it, it was just happening now. Okay. I'm gonna quick. I'm gonna do a reboot of the router. I'll probably dip out for like a moment. Okay. Should I keep my recording going? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good.
Hello. Hey, what's up? Hi. You're back. Mm-hmm. Hopefully That's it's good. Hopefully it's better now. Um, if it's not, I'll probably need uh, to restart my laptop, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Um, okay. Um, you want to do a drink check before we start so we can oh, yeah. test I, out your, your neck? Yeah. Um, you go first. <laughs> okay. Um, so tonight I have some uh, green tea. Some not good green tea, but shitty grocery store green tea. Um, and then I think I'm probably... I think by now most of our listeners probably know where we live, right? Yeah. Like, generally. I mean, especially if people listen to, like, a number of Xware audio podcasts at this point. Because, like, we've talked on stairwells about Autumn moving to Chicago, where I live. And I'm, you know, they've meant... They did an entire episode of Xware audio about moving to Chicago. Um, (laughs) So... Yeah. So, yeah. I so well the reason I say that is cuz I'm definitely going to locate myself with this one. Yeah. Um you're maybe slightly so, more of a mystery for people than me. I am. Well, I'll I'll narrow down the mystery a little bit. So, um I did something that I haven't done in a very long time at the grocery store the other day, which is buy soda. Cuz there's this particular uh soda called Ale 81. Uh I don't know if you've ever had it. Um, it's particular to this region of the country where I live. Ooh, very mysterious. Um, and, uh, I've, I've had it like a long time ago in the past and enjoyed it, but then it occurred to me that I like, it has a very strange flavor. Um, and then I was walking through the grocery store the other day and I was like, damn, I've totally forgotten how AL81 tastes. Um, so I bought some. So, um... I have this nice chilled bottle of Ale 81 uh, waiting here for an opportune moment. Um, probably, you know, I'm aiming for like a third of the way through, maybe halfway through our uh, second gig, uh, episode one. Okay. Um, I have That's water. That's Oh wow! Um, so I'm glad I'm glad that you let me go first because I I don't know how I could have followed that. Yeah. So um, Friday I got my COVID booster shot, which again, oh, yeah. so people listening to this know, people listening to this have not yet heard the bit at the very very end of this episode where we Emily and I opened an advent calendar, um, but it's the middle of December here. So I got my my COVID booster uh, Friday. Um, and then yesterday I was like, I felt fine, except like there was a part where I carried my toddler for just a little bit. And I was like, who that like took more out of me than it normally would. Um, yeah, that's, that's just the, that's just the nanites assimilating your body. Yeah. Um, you don't have to really, don't worry about it. Today. I like, I thought I was just fine and normal and woke up and I was making Welsh cakes, which are there. I would describe them as like halfway between pancakes and, um, biscuits, like American biscuits, um, in terms of like flavor and consistency. Like you, you cut them out with a biscuit cutter, but they're like very sweet. Um, when you cook them, they kind of look like pancakes, but the like texture is kind of like a biscuit. So it's like, it's like in this area. Um, I made those and they're a little bit more labor intensive than like the normal pancakes that I would make. Um, and I was done and I was just like, wow, that took a lot out of me. Um, and it was getting close to my toddler's nap time. And I was just like, I cannot wait for you to take a nap because I'm going to take a nap. And then I just slept like a corpse. Um, (laughs) so the COVID booster, I feel better because I took a huge nap. I would be like, probably would have had to postpone recording of this episode again if um the nap had not helped um but because of that i'm like i'm not gonna drink alcohol tonight um so i just have water and then maybe if i start flagging when we take a pee break i'll like grab a dr pepper for a little caffeine boost but nice um yeah yeah. always always gotta keep dr pepper handy you know yeah dr pepper and burners 
Those are the two. Yeah, Verner's. So the thing about Ill Eight, maybe I'll like, maybe I'll send you some, um, because it is like a, and and keep in mind, like I've had Verner's as well. Yeah. Uh, like also many years ago, and and really enjoyed it. Um, I know there's like a, there's an emotional attachment to you or for you to Verner's because of the the regional thing. Um, but Ill Eight One is like definitely on par. Um, I think, I think you'd enjoy drinking it because it's a ginger based soda, but it's also, um, it's not just like 100% ginger. It's like, um, the best way I could describe it is kind of like a cross between like a ginger soda of the kind that Werner's is and kind of like a cream soda. Um, That sounds good. Yeah, it, it it works. You know, it's no squirt, but it works. Yeah. Um, I'm currently while you're talking, watching. Um, Emily was texting me from her computer, being like, "Do you know where my phone is?" Um, mm. We found out that it was in room. She left it. Oh, I'm gonna have to bleep that out. Um, but she left it in in Q's room. Um, so I was watching on the monitor as she went to get it. Anyway. Or is that the monitor beeping in the background? Wow. So the other thing is that the alarm was just going off the entire time, but I did not hear it, um, because I was doing dishes, um, and Emily was showering and just thought that I turned it off. So sorry to our toddler having to (laughs) wait for an alarm to go off on its own to go to bed. (laughs) Um... Anyway, do you want to get well, into a podcast? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, we should probably get around to it at some point. So mm-hmm. now, now would be good. Um, right before I launch into this, I think I was—I think I actually said it on mic uh, during stairwells recording last night. Um, I, I'm to some degree wondering because I feel like the vibe is going to be. We'll probably record every weekend when we start pondering Puton. But part of me is tempted to just be like, let's just do pondering Puton and then go into ghost divers, which will kind of eat into some of this post stuff. Um, but we can play it by ear too for like, we're really going to go a long time. We can do pondering Puton separately, but I feel like it'll be a good warm up for ghost divers where we just, yeah, <laughs> Um, yeah, but, no, I'm, I'd be, I'd be cool either way. Yeah. Um, especially since, you know, I think that will help us, uh, keep pondering Puton within the, the time frame that we want. You know? Yeah. Cause we're going to be like, uh, yeah, we can't, we can't go too long. We, it's like a, it's a hard limit that we, that we've set for ourselves. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of just looking forward to it though, as the podcast where we can record things and it will go out a lot sooner it'll go out with like within a week so (laughs) yeah as we go into recording uh an episode that's not gonna be out until february 18th and then another that won't be out until april 1st (laughs) so hello i'm gonna wait no no hold on hold on okay 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 hold on okay hold on okay Okay. All right, I'm going to do it. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Wait, hold on. I got it. I got it. My throat's a little dry. Hold on. I'm recording. Time dot is clap. What? Time dot is clap. Sure, we can start with a clap. Yeah, let's just get right into it. Um, okay, let's clap at 14. We just let you in. Okay. Okay, that was a little... There, there was some distance there, but I think it's okay. Okay. Um, you're probably showing up a little bit on the audio here, because right now I don't have headphones going. But so, I thought it would be funny, because this... Um, I'm probably going to include this with the intro episode, Lovely. which is not going to come out until February 18th. 
Oh, hilarious. Um, and then right after this, just so people listening to this know, we're also going to record the first discussion episode for Second Gig, which is not coming out until April 1st. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm going to include this in, in February. But just so people have an idea of when we're recording this, uh, we're going to open the advent calendar for today. Yay. <laughs> so we have, just, we so, have, just so you are sufficiently confused by the time you're listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> so the first Trying one to reconstruct doing, this timeline. This is um, Bon Maman, I think is how you say it. Uh, it's a it's a collection of like jams and jellies and honey. There's honey in too. Oh, and honey. So today's the fifth, right? I believe so. And wouldn't that be funny if we got that wrong? Would be. What's today? Raspberry rose spread. Let me pop that out now. Yeah. So this one I'm not going to be tasting often. So the other ones we're going to do the mukbang, turning this into a mukbang podcast. But um, oh, we'll yeah. probably have that for breakfast. Yeah, save it in our in our ongoing quest to assimilate all podcast forms into yeah. ghost divers. Um, okay. Why is there jam on the cover already? I don't know, because there's jam inside. There's so much jam in there. Um, so then there are two separate things that are uh, like Scandinavian licorice, which I love. So it's all black licorice. I just bought, to be clear, I bought two things of licorice. Yeah, this you year, love because me. I have no self-control. <laughs> and you love me. Um, so, five. So this first one, just to, to say, this is uh, Lockhart's by Bula. Is probably how you say it. It's a Danish one. Um, this one doesn't have very fun packaging. And also it got a little banged up in transit, so all of the licorice things are kind of broken. Ooh, sea buckthorn. Coated, chocolate-coated licorice. Yeah. Who gets to eat the intact one? You can have the intact one if you want. Okay. I know. That's good because I like sea buckthorn. Yeah. You give me so the, is the intact one when it's bad. So the Scandinavian black licorice, is that what were you salted saying, Connor? like the, like, uh, <laughs> the, so the Scandinavian black licorice, you? is that salted like the Dutch black licorice? Or is it just like unsalted? Um, it's often salted. Make sure we get the last little shard. Okay. Yeah, a, yeah I'm, I'm wondering what okay. what culture... It's very fruity. Oh. I like it. I'm wondering yeah. what culture has the original oh, it's just berries the, here. It's maybe the like in their... Licorice. Licorice. Um, this is good. So the, the Bula one have all been... So it's like a piece of black licorice that's then like coated in like a orb of chocolate. Like you would expect for like a, you know, bonbon or... What are they called? Like, Southern France does it. Whatever. It's, it's like, wrapped in an orb. Truffles? Truffles. Yeah, like truffles. I don't... I lost the word for it. Um, they've all been pretty good. They're all the ones that you like, I feel like, for the most part. Sometimes they're a little... There was the, like, salt and pepper one, wasn't there? Yeah. That was a zero out of ten, would never put in my mouth ever again. You hate black pepper, though. I do. But this, this is a 10 out of 10. Would yeah. consume again. Okay. Uh, this is Hoip Lockritz, uh Advents Calendar. This is a Swedish one. Um, the Danish one has stuff in English on it. This one is just purely Swedish. Oh, um, I forgot my phone for the Google Translates. Oh, that's okay. Oh. The one thing with this is that, like, it's very hard to get the little licorice bag out. There, I did okay this time. Um, okay, this one is Fleur de Provence Magnifique is the name of the one. Uh, let me see how good my Swedish is. Um, so it's sweet licorice. This one's not salty. Yes! They've been doing a lot of salty ones, but we had one sweet one once before. Um, surrounded by. Then, yeah, I'm giving off is surrounded by white chocolate flavored with, um, 50 Olikerblomer. From province, so I don't, what would Olika Blomer be? It was some sort of flower. It's like maybe fifty different blooms or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, we, we can like try and do the Google Translate here, but um, I think that they're basically saying this is like a very floral one. Um, 
Well, I, I gotta switch it over to Swedish here. Okay. Yeah. So can you read the box too? Well, you got um, it. if you can pull it up. It is not wanting to do this properly. I should just not do the camera and just type it in because I can do that. Um, Olika Blomer. Blomer. Various, so 50 various or 50 different flowers, yeah. Okay, you're gonna translate the box. Um, okay, let's see if we can do the translate of the box. Um, go to the camera mode. Why? You mean it really said no? Yeah, it just doesn't want to translate today. Maybe it's because it's sideways. Ah, contains 50 different flowers from... South Frisian province. So, southern France, French province in a Swedish... Uh, elderflower. Elderflower. Yeah. Put it in your mouth. Do not put under the pillow. Okay. Here you go. You can really smell the elderflower. You can uh, see the flowers in it. Yeah. It's literally just flower bits in the chocolate coating. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like these were two good ones for you. I was hoping we would get like another weird salty spicy one or something. Not today, Satan. Um, I feel like we lost Connor. No, no, I'm, I'm still here. Okay, you're just enjoying the the audio. I'm just enjoying the the chewing noises and the that was a very you yeah various eating sounds. So floral. Yeah. Um, I know I it's like one, eh? seven out of ten. Like Not my favorite. A little maybe a little too floral. But yeah. Still good. It's very floral. Better than the world's saltier saltiest licorice now with carolina reaper that was good <laughs> okay emily's leaving now lem are you coming with me or are you staying in okay i figured out oh see you, emily nice catching up um uh there were a couple there were a couple of times i tried to like talk and then i said something right as like the both of you like put food in your mouth and I was like, oh, yeah, the, my timing's not very good right now. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to make this more difficult if I if I try to, like, carry on a conversation while you do the mukbang. Yeah. That that floral was actually, that was a little too much flower for me. Um, it's, like, slightly cloying now. Um, but, yeah, it this, had 50 different flowers. Yeah. That's probably, like, one too many. Mm-hmm. You can, go to, you can it, go to, like, 40. Yeah. But 50 is... Even, like, 47 yeah. would be fine. Yeah. You know? There's only, like... There's probably only, like, 40... Like, 40-ish flowers that even taste good. Yeah. You know? At um, once, once you go past 40, you're just grasping at straws. Yeah. I mean, honestly, 23 fla flowers, like, 23 flavors, that has just been scientifically proven to be the best by dr pepper so right by your high brain yeah. drinking dr pepper yeah um that, i think that that basically settled that question once and for all yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna eat a um chocolate croissant as well so i don't Ooh. know if you have stuff that you want to talk about while i eat this chocolate croissant into a microphone no no that's okay no i uh i think we just need to make space for the mukbang to happen right now. Yeah. What's up, Lund? You went out? Lem, I swear. Maybe if you maybe if you give your cat some closet time on the front end, they won't like assault your closet three hours from now mm -hmm. when we're trying to wrap up. Um, I don't know how well you can hear this on the mic. Uh, very well. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like really leaning in for this. <laughs> Sorry for everyone who hates the sound of eating on a podcast. This is going in the yeah, like so post part. 
some might say too well. I'll actually like save this for the very end. So if this is too much, feel free to just stop listening. There's nothing else after this. I love chocolate croissants. <laughs> yeah, I had um it's funny because before we started I was like Yeah, you know, I'm gonna turn up my my like headphones even more than normal mm. just so I can really hear you well. Yeah. Um I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do it like, you know, I'm gonna turn the volume up like ten higher than it normally is. Um and then you're like let me eat a chocolate croissant very close to the mic. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I could turn it down at any time. I just, I am too lazy. Yeah. Um, it's not really that bad. But uh, Sarah, like, absolutely detests, like, eating noises. Yeah. This would kill her. Um, like... Yeah, it's it's just a huge uh it it really disturbs her <laughs> to hear people eat. Um so yeah. I'll tell her to to listen to this episode and then just like listen to the very end. I'm gonna figure out a way to trick her into into like skipping forward to the exact timestamp where you first bit into that croissant. <laughs> um I'm going to put in a a note here that it's now done and I'm going to clip this and then any other goose we have will come before this. Okay. That works. Um, 